Welcome to this week's Gig News, your go-to podcast covering the latest news, trends, and viral posts from the delivery and rideshare sectors of the gig economy. Now, let's turn it over to your hosts, professional gig workers Chad, the gig economist, and Hannibal is hungry. Hey, welcome to this week's Gig News, starring me, Chad, the gig economist. I was out wearing my shirt today for some reason. And sitting in for Hannibal is Jason Thierry of the Gig Economy Podcast. How you doing, man? Good. Thank you for having me. Thank uh, you. you know how, like, at the end of every podcast, they always have the guests plug their stuff. I'm like, why don't you plug it up front? Because not everybody watches or listens all the way to the end. So. Yeah, I, I think it's, like, a common thing if you're just going to be a one-off guest. You know what I yeah. mean? You're like, this is your pay. You have, to, you have to do the whole interview, and then you can plug your stuff. But... <laughs> Yeah, you can find everything at uh, the gig economy hyphen podcast.com. Or if you just search gig economy podcast, we're the front page of everything. Um, mm -hmm. You can find us on all the players and stuff like that. So uh, we stream every other Wednesday. I know it's confusing. I need to set up. Uh, I use StreamYard as well. I need to set up all my streams, but I don't know what I'm going to talk about on each of them. So I kind of feel weird just like setting them up. So but uh, yeah, every other Wednesday, uh Chad is going to be on our show on December 8th, so you can tune in for that. And then December 15th is our 100th episode, so that should be fun, too. I'm on episode 99. 99, <laughs> baby. I have to wear a Gretzky jersey or something. <laughs> Why Gretzky? Because he's 99. Oh, okay. I thought you were yeah. trying to tie in a Red Wings thing, and I was like, I don't know. We don't hate Gretzky. <laughs> uh, I used to have a Gretzky Oilers replica jersey a long time ago. Yeah, I don't know uh -huh. a lot about him. I know he's basically the best player in the NHL. Yeah, but was. Oh, by the way, uh, Hannibal obviously is not here tonight. I forget why he's doing something with his family, and he's going to be out next week too. But I've already got. It's funny, John McCallion just said he'd love to be on the show someday. Well, how about next Sunday? <laughs> you, can, you can you can sit in for Hannibal. Yeah, John was on our show last week. I don't know if. Uh, we oh really? Him up from your show, but yeah, he was he tuned in for a while. Uh, well, not last week. Whenever we stream uh, next, I call. Week. <laughs> I shouldn't say this, but I call John McCallion the uh, gig tube. Not not me, like gig tube as a concept. The gig tuber, yeah, groupie. Oh, because he, he's been on you know my show, Hannibal's show, your show. Uh, I think Steve from Rideshare Rodeo. I think he's interviewed him. Uh, Tanner Markley. They've collaborated. So, oh, is John, uh, uh, does he do a, does he have a YouTube channel? He does. He doesn't post to it that much. He's oh. also an author. Oh, he, wrote okay, a, cool. he wrote a book about, um, like basically like a self-help type book and, uh, some stuff like that. But yeah, he's, you see him in the comment section of like every gig tubers video. Okay. And, yeah. He, cool. I interviewed him on, you know, my interview show about a month or two ago. So yeah, Very check cool. that out. Anyway. Oh, I had two funny stories for this week. So I don't know if you follow me on Instagram. Where did I put it? Here it is. I'm barely on Instagram. That's one of the <laughs> least. It's it's not that I dislike it. It's just, I don't know. I'm never on there. I, I like Instagram. And so I think yeah, it was Wednesday, Wednesday afternoon, regular like one, two o'clock, regular like 30 item shop on Instacart for Publix. I make the delivery. It's a really nice neighborhood. Not a super rich neighborhood, but definitely a nice neighborhood. And I see in the delivery notes, it says tip will be uh, at, on door. Mm -hmm. And because uh, I accepted like at the time, what was kind of a crappy batch. It was like 20 bucks. And I thought it was for one person. 
20 bucks for one person is pretty good, but 20, it yeah. turned out to be a double. Mm. And I realized I didn't realize it till like I try not to cancel Instacart batches anymore. So I'm like, I already accepted it. I'm going to do it. So then I, I get there and there's this envelope on the, the steps or whatever. And mm -hmm. if you saw the picture on Instagram, you saw there was a $60 cash tip on there. Shit. Yeah. It was two twenties, two fives and 10 ones. Like, cause I know like if you ever gotten cash tips from customers, where they leave it like taped to the door and it's usually like an envelope like this. And there's like maybe a $5 bill in it or maybe two $5 or something like that. Yeah. And I pick it up and like, it's actually kind of opening a little cause there's so much cash in there. And like, <laughs> I was like, really freaking out. I know. I'm like, wow, this lady left like 20 ones or something. Cause all I saw was the ones first. And then I, I take them out and I realize like, I see a 20 and I see another 20 and I see all these. I'm like, Oh my God, what, what the hell? So with, with Instacart, can you have a favorite shopper? Is there any way to, I wish. Okay. I I think ship does that, but yeah, I don't know. I, I wish there was a way for Instacart to, it might be some kind of violation of Insta, independent contractor laws, but, um, cause you know, like you can't request a woman or you can't request a man or, you know, it's like, that's like a violation of, um, employment discrimination or whatever i don't know but there's a rideshare company we interviewed that you're able to do that if you're a woman you're able to request a woman but if you're a man you can't request a woman so it's just for <laughs> women's safety as drivers and passengers i can't remember the name of the company but mm -hmm. but they're the only ones i've ever known of that let you uh do that yeah and another so like that was my high point of the week and then last night last delivery of the night i'm at like this sprawling apartment complex which i've been to all the time but it was dark mm. and i almost never i almost never worked that late anymore i was just on a roll and um like the jeep it's one of those apartment complexes where the gps just takes you to the gate and then you're on your Ooh. own from there <laughs> man and i it's like i'm trying to see like it's not it's very poorly lit like they do have signs during the day that shows you which building is which but there's it's mm -hmm. there's no lights right so i i called the customers to the app I'm like which building users and actually she she actually answered and she's like oh we're right next to the gate when you come in and i was like okay cool and i'm like it, like i'm like okay which stairwell are you are the are you the right or the left and because she was like 204 and most buildings it's like one through four on the left and then five through eight on the right yeah and she's like we're on the side by the dumpster and I'm like, I'm starting to lose my patience. I'm just like, right or left? Yeah. I'm trying not because there's so many times where I just want to like cuss out the like, are you an idiot? You know? So like <laughs> I find I get to the building, like I'm just like, I'm just like, oh, I'm I'm saying like I'm and I'm saying to her, I'm like, well, if you're looking at the building from the front, is it the right stairwell or the left stairwell? And she's like, which side is the front? Oh you know? no. <laughs> and I'm just like, ah! <laughs> So I'm like, you know what? It's fine. I, I found your building. I'll find you. I'll be there in a minute. F thankfully, it was a really small order. It was only one bag. And so it was 204. And I go like to the left stairwell, climb up the stairs, get up there, realize it's backwards. The other one. I'm on the high side. So I have to go all the way down and walk to the other side. Uh, thank God it was only one bag. It was like two catering bags full of, mm -hmm. uh, I would have been so pissed. But I just, I'm just like, I just, I it took all my, energy to be like how do you not know you're right from your left 
Yeah, some people don't. My wife is terrible with directions. And I feel like it's on her a little bit. Like, clearly, there's issues getting stuff to your place. Like, can you put more detailed instructions in the in the app? I mean, that's what it's there for is to give more detail than, you know, I don't know. I, I know apartments and like they just built some high or some really high end stuff by us. And the numbers are terrible on the buildings. You can barely see them. I'm like, guys, like it. You need to be a mathematician to figure out where to deliver this shit. Sometimes it's so frustrating. <laughs> you had any uh, funny, crazy stories this week? Are you still doing the landscaping? Or are you back to gig? Work? No, I'm I'm doing gig work full time. I mean, what I I've been dabbling in lime scooters, as we talked about on the last show. Uh, juicing, you had said, "What's juicing?" And I well, mean, you know, I, I said that because you spelled it wrong. And I was did like, I really? That's yeah. not as surprising to me. Oh, <laughs> I'm a terrible speller. If if my spell check doesn't underline it for me, I just blow right past it. I'm the worst. <laughs> um, yeah. So yeah, lime juicing, and I dabbled in a little bit. It was okay, and then I did it. Uh, so the weekends are obviously busy. I did it Saturday morning and I was able to cram 17 in my Honda pilot, 17 of those scooters they are 40 pounds a piece. And so I picked them up and I had eight chargers and I thought I had enough time to do them all. And I didn't, but the worst part is their geofence does not work. Uh, mm-hmm. when you're dropping them off. I mean, it's tiny, the geofence that they give you. And so I had so much trouble. I got so frustrated. Finally, the last five, I was like, here's the plate numbers. Here's a picture of them all. And I sent it to support and they did end up paying me, but I'm not sure I'm going to be doing that. I mean, it wasn't as profitable as I wish it was. And now if I had a truck and trailer and stuff, it may have been easier because it was hard to cram all that stuff in there. And if the geofence was good, I think I would be fine with that. But yeah. So you had to bring them back to your house and charge them? Yeah. Okay. Just yeah. like find some building somewhere with an outside outlet. <laughs> well, like, th- but it takes like five hours. So, I mean, you don't uh, want to really? leave them outside. And and in the bigger cities, you can actually, they do have areas where you can charge them. But yeah, I brought them all the way home. Um, yeah. It, yeah. See, he knows. Kyle said, I could tell juicing was wasted time. I saw uh, the rideshare guy on his YouTube channel. They did a video about that like a year ago. I think uh, how much, I think he did a video about that. Yeah, and they all said it really wasn't worth it. So if you have a trailer and you can load them up and unload them easier, that's going to save you a ton of time. Like trying to cram it in an SUV seems okay. Yeah, four or five of them is no problem. But 17, I mean, that thing was packed. And, of course, I dung up, dinged up my car a little bit. But the issue was returning them. If I if it was such a hassle, like you had to be in like this perfect position for the geofence to, uh, to pick you up. I'm like, no, it's not worth it. It is definitely not worth it if I can't. Uh, if I can't just quickly drop them off. And then of course it's 6 PM on a, on a Saturday night bar traffic's out. And I'm like, you know what? Fuck this shit. Like, <laughs> I don't think I'm doing it again. <laughs> so yeah, that's really all the story I had been doing a lot of Amazon. I've been doing, I don't know if you know, uh, spark, uh, delivery. yeah, actually I finally got onboarded with spark, dude. It's, it's been good. And they just started offering in my area, the shop and deliver like ship and Instacart. I'm I'm picking 10 items making 25 bucks. Wow, that's like corner shop, you know. Yeah, so that's yeah. better than corner shop. Now I don't know how long that those higher rates will last. They're probably like dab, you mm-hmm. know, giving us more because it's new. But yeah, yeah every time I, a new gig app comes out, jump on it and then because yeah. they're gonna slash the rates eventually, you know. Yeah. And so the other deliveries are the same, you know, doing the batch orders, which I don't mind either. They're easy, they're one item. 
you just driving around like Amazon. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, I've been doing basically Amazon, Walmart, a little bit of food delivery. I, I wanted to do spark, but the problem is none of the stores near me are on with spark. I don't even know Ooh. who they're on. Like, so I turned DoorDash on a year ago. It would be all, cause I live a mile down the road from a Walmart. Oh, so man. if I sit in my apartment, turn DoorDash on, it's just all Walmart orders, but I haven't got a Walmart order since the spring of this year. And I don't get them on Uber Eats either. Yeah, they're they're I don't know what platform they're on. Yeah, they're slowly transitioning to that spark, but I think there's a ton of third parties that work with them. But um there's also go ahead. Uh point pickup. I thought I I think I've heard of that. The problem is like all the Walmarts that they support are like 20, 30 miles away too. So that's not worth it. Uh I'm just doing all Instacart and corner shop right now. Okay. By the way, Kim said, I can't put myself to do Instacart. You should. You Instacart is so much better than food delivery. You get out of the car, you're walking around, you get exercise. Instead that of doing like instead of doing like 20, 30 deliveries in a day, you might do eight, ten. You know, really? So it's it's less miles for way more money. Yeah, I thought the um I thought Instacart wasn't paying. I mean, I'm just seeing like seven, yeah. eight dollar batches. I mean, that's to me they, they are. That's the thing with Instacart is that you it 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 rewards you if you sit there and watch the queue. Like it's it's okay. kind of like how Amazon flexes. Yeah, like you can't just casually watch. You know, check the queue on a random time and see. Like maybe at that exact moment, something will be in there. It's like you have to sit there and watch it. You know, Does, do they have? Is there an app out there that will at least alert you to stuff? I mean, for Instacart. Yeah. Yeah, bots. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I I use something for Amazon Flex. Yeah, the Flex Helper. Yeah, it doesn't um it doesn't grab it for you, but it alerts you when yeah. stuff changes. So it's actually not against the term and service. I was. I, I have that on my Android that Gary Middleton uh, yeah. sent me, but I I don't use my Android except for um for one app. You know, I use that. Yeah. I use all his stuff. Yeah, I, I, I do too. But it's on my Android, which yeah, I exactly. <laughs> I, I just use my Android for work, and then yeah. like I turn it off when the season's over for me. So anyway, we've been bullshitting around for almost fifteen minutes. Uh, let's get into the actual news. Maybe All I should right. share my screen. We're gonna try to. Uh, it was kind of a lean week as far as news, mm-hmm. so we're gonna try to like blow through this a little quicker than we might usually. Whoops. Uh, where is it? Here we go. All right. So this is, I thought this was actually Hannibal did a video about this a few days ago. So okay. uh, this is from theinformation.com, which I cannot get past their paywall. This is a picture of Fiji Simo, their new uh, CEO. It's a really bad picture of her. So, I know. I was just <laughs> that. Like, what is going on? So Instacart has pushed off plans for a public listing until next year or later. As Fiji Simo, a former Facebook executive, took the reins three months ago, focuses on strengthening his services for grocery retailers beyond delivery, said a person with direct knowledge of the matter. The decision marks a shift from earlier this year when Instacart executive discussed listing a company's shares in the fourth quarter. Uh, the change could give Instacart, whose revenue rose by at least three times $1.5 billion in 2020, more time to accelerate its growth as it fends off competition from DoorDash and Uber which are expected to increase their share of the grocery delivery business, as well as Whole Foods owner Amazon and convenience starter GoPuff. Instacart's full year revenue is expected to increase at least 10% compared to last year uh, to $1.65 billion or higher, said a person with the knowledge. And then this is from 
emarketer.com. And I love when uh, websites do a story about another website that did a story. You know, it's <laughs> like, it's basically, hey, this that story is behind a paywall. So we'll just uh, give you the Cliff Notes version of it. Yeah, what do you, what do you think? That's basically what this is. Yeah, the paywalls are so frustrating, right? I wish they would be like, hey, for 20 bucks a year, you get it all. Like, can all these companies get together? Because I'm not going to pay two bucks a month for this well, one you know what i mean there's a i have this plugin it's called hover okay and it'll get you around a lot of uh paywalls it gets around Ooh. wall street journal it's free okay. so you have to do a search for hover chrome plugin and yeah, i'm gonna write it down right now you have to uh do it as a um um developer mode or something like that okay. but it is free yeah so if you want to try to get around paywalls, hovers, it doesn't work on every site, but it does work. See, I don't it's mind paying good. companies if their apps are good. Like I have apps in my phone that like I use Cozy, C-O-Z-I. It's a, it's a scheduler for my family. I do the, mm -hmm. the gold plan because I want them to stay around. I don't mind paying, but it's just like, let me pay like 20. If, if they were like, hey, it's 25 cents to view this, I would pay that. But you're like, hey, it's five, six bucks a month. I'm like, no, I'm not. The information, it was $40 a month. Oh my gosh. Or like 200 bucks a year. I'm like, yeah, nah, no. that's not happening. If, but, don't they have like a, a journalist, you know, complimentary membership or something like that? You know, I don't know. Anyway, getting back to the Instacart story. So this is the second time that they've delayed their IPO. Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I wish we had like a financial advisor on here. Somebody who like real insight on this, but I mean, that's, that's not a good sign that like you say, you're going to do an IPO and twice you put it off. Although I, I am really surprised that this was kind of a sleeper story. Cause you think like wall street journal or business insider, one of those would cover it. These are the only two sites that I found. So hmm. I don't know if a company puts off its IPO twice. What do you think that means? I mean, it could be, it could be something major or it could be just something simple. Um, it does seem when a big company like that, they do that, they don't have their ducks in a row and you're like, Hmm. I mean, I don't know how much it's going to affect the the daily Instacart worker by any means, but um, I, I'm not I'm not I don't think it's that big of a deal. I'm I'm not too worried about it. Uh, again, I'm not very versed in Instacart other than and I've done it. I've definitely I've probably done 100 runs, so it's not like it's I've never done it. But yeah, I don't I don't understand that IPO and all that shit. That's like I'm mm -hmm. way above my pay grade. <laughs> well, a lot of the the companies when they like Uber and Lyft, when they, they, their IPO came in like way lower than what was expected. And then they never reached like the price that they thought they were going to get. Yeah. Like even DoorDash, like, like Tony shoes, 500 million bonus or something, whatever that is, is that the DoorDash stock has to reach 500 a share. And it's oh. only at like 234 right now. And I forget what the deadline, I think it's like a year from now. So it's two hundred thirty-four dollars uh, a share. Yeah, DoorDash is a higher stock price than Uber. Oh Lyft. my gosh, that's incredible! Yeah, I didn't know. And that. I don't even, I don't even dabble in the stock market. I just see it from reading all these news news sources about, um, you know, uh, I mean, th th this is my job to read about the business stuff. So anyway, um, although I think this might, I kind of see a little bit of a silver lining in this. It's because if they put off their IPO. Because like, you know, Instacart has been slashing wages for the last year, but they basically want you to do more work for the same amount of money. Of course. So like, like technically they're not cutting your wages. They're just, you know, increasing your workload. <laughs> um, 
So if they, you know, because they want to be profitable and to do that, they're going to have to cut corners, cut everything. You know, yep. all these companies have been slashing wages or like I said, like they want you to just do more work for the same amount of money. Well, look at so, DoorDash. I mean, yeah. that's why the uh, rate is $234. Yeah, DoorDash, Uber Eats. Well, actually, we got an Uber Eats story that we'll get to in a minute. So anyway, let's move on. Uh, this is uh, from The Verge. And this is another article about an article. <laughs> it says, go read this report about how Amazon tries to evade responsibility in delivery vehicle crashers. Amazon Logistics has reportedly been the defendant in 119 vehicle injury lawsuits this year. So Amazon's fleet of delivery drivers may be detached from Amazon warehouses, but the company still monitors its drivers. It installed always-on cameras in its delivery trucks, even asked drivers to consent to yawn detecting AI surveillance. That's ridiculous. However, that it's that very surveillance system puts Amazon the crosshairs of a lawsuit that claims Amazon is at fault for life-altering car accident. This Bloomberg report, again, beyond a paywall, <laughs> describes the details of the accident as well as how one lawsuit may change the way legal terms approach similar situations in the future. The accident happened earlier this year when a 24-year-old Anz Rana was riding in the backseat of a Tesla Model S on a bustling Atlanta highway after the car came to stop behind a disabled vehicle. An Amazon delivery vehicle slammed in the back of the Tesla, leaving Rana with major brain and spine quarter, spine co ah, spinal cord injuries. As Bloomberg notes, most commercial vehicle lawsuits like this are typically resolved without much attention. However, Rana's case is noteworthy due to his legal team's claims that Amazon's monitoring system make the company liable. Rana certainly wants to look into exactly how Amazon's machines control its operations, but doing so would reveal Amazon's algorithms, which Amazon reportedly argues could be classified as trade secrets. If Rana's legal strategy works, this could influence the outcome of a number of lawsuits to come. Bloomberg mentions that Amazon Logistics has been the defendant in 119 vehicle injury lawsuits this year alone, which reportedly quadruples the number of incidents that occurred last year. And with the holiday season coming up, that number may be on the rise. So, um, you know, read this story, or if you can get past the Bloomberg paywall, read that. It's really interesting. But uh, I don't know, like, do you think that that defendant, or actually the plaintiff, because Amazon's the defendant, do you think they have a point? Because they say, like, if they're, if even though, like, you know, because they're DSP companies, if they have the same monitoring surveillance software in the vans, Shouldn't Amazon be liable? What do you think? 100%. They are so liable. I mean, you're trying to keep these independent contractors. I mean, clearly you're trying to skirt, you know, responsibility by, you know, by using DSPs, which I'm okay with that. Like a lot of companies, FedEx is the same way, right? I mean, you, they're independent contractors. They own territories. So it's a little bit different, but yeah, you're 100% responsible, not 100%, but you're, there's no way a judge is going to be like, yeah, you, you guys don't have to pay. I mean, you're clearly putting your own equipment, forcing these companies to put that in. And, you know, no jury is going to be like, no, no, Amazon is not, as fault, not at fault. And again, of course, Amazon, everyone hates them, but everyone uses them. I'm yeah. in the same boat. I hate how big they are. I hate how they treat their employees. I would never work for Amazon, but yet I get an Amazon package like almost daily delivered to my home. Well, you do Amazon Flex, right? Oh yeah, that's that's it's, my money maker. It's balling yeah. this year in my area for whatever reason. Mm -hmm. I could so. see like if an amp, like if you or me crashed into somebody, like then amp, it, I don't know if Amazon should be held liable. Actually, and it's funny. I actually did get into a fender bender while doing an Amazon delivery back in March. Um, it, even though it was my fault, like I didn't get sued. I didn't get a ticket either. 
um, which was nice, but that's a really um, good point. Yeah. If we're in our own cars, I think we're, yeah. Amazon, we're is liable. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, they cover like, they do have some insurance on us, but, mm -hmm. um, but that's, it's just, what, what is the insurance for? It's not, it's basically to protect everyone else. Not you, you're, you're pretty much screwed, but, um, yeah, I think we would be liable and Amazon wouldn't. So they can't put their equipment in there and not be, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, um, but the DSPs probably like it, right? The owners, cause they're like, Hey, sweet. Now Amazon's got their shit in there and then they can, we don't have to take the hit on it, but unfortunately they'll probably both get sued. Yeah. So. All right. So let's move on to the, this was actually the biggest news story of the week. We're actually way late on this. Everybody else has talked about this already. So, Not me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I just cut a clip of this uh, news story. So I'm just going to play this real quick. A tenant in the building calls this a health problem. And DoorDash has already taken action deactivating the driver. CBS 2's Candace Crone is live in Brentwood, where the incident was caught on a security camera. Candace. Yeah, this uh, might make you a bit hesitant the next time you think about ordering uh, food for delivery. A woman uh, delivery driver caught on camera relieving herself in the lobby of this apartment building and then walked off like nothing happened. I checked that video and I literally threw up. I was so sick. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. Radio DJ Lisa Stanley is sick to her stomach after seeing security video of a DoorDash driver doing the unthinkable in the lobby of her Brentwood apartment building. She looks over, she sees it's all over the place, and then she takes off this, wraps it around her, and then struts out. Stanley says her neighbor ordered lunch for her through the DoorDash app last Friday. The driver dropped it off, and before she left, she relieved herself. Stanley, who manages the apartment building, didn't know what happened until a neighbor told her there was feces in the lobby. She reviewed the security camera, and that's when she witnessed the vile act. There is no scenario in the world that what I saw should have happened. Stanley reported the incident to DoorDash, who refunded the order and issued a $20 credit. A spokesman for the company issued this statement. The trust and safety of our community is extremely important, and what's shown in this video is absolutely unacceptable and disturbing. We've deactivated this dasher and are actively working to be in touch with the building staff so we can reimburse for the cleaning costs. We will also cooperate with law enforcement on any investigation. Stanley said she wanted to speak out because this is a health issue and wants to see changes to make it safer and healthier for people to get their food. I'm worried for all the elderly, especially, who can't go out and get their food and rely on these services. This is a health problem here because then you can be sure she was going on to deliver other meals. Other messages from drivers on social media uh, just condemning what happened and uh, supporting her. Uh, she said that uh, she'll be picking up her food for the time being. We're live in Britain Candace Crone, CBS News. My go. favorite part of that is that DoorDash gave them a $20 credit. Well, of course, <laughs> that blonde lady is filled with drama. Like, oh, I'm concerned for the health of the elderly. I'm just like, calm down. So yeah. I actually agree with her. I don't know what situation would make you do that. I mean, first of all, if I had to go that bad, I would have gone outside the apartment complex and find a bush or a tree to go behind. Like, why would you think that that would be like you're in in the complex? like? I don't know. It was so funny. I thought 
You know what came to my mind is like like a month actually it was a while ago is like when the the oh, hopefully YouTube won't censor this the the ivermectin for COVID um people taking actual veterinary medicine the horse yeah. dewormer or whatever yeah like when that first broke like months ago people were taking it and like they were uh shitting themselves in public so I was oh, like maybe really? that's what this lady did she took some horse dewormer. Or she just had some kind of, you know, stomach, you know, gastrointestinitis no, totally or something. Get that. She probably felt like she really <laughs> had to go. But I mean, I've never gotten to the point where I couldn't at least find a bathroom or like, I don't know. I've never, no, I'm not saying I never shit my pants. Everyone's gambled. <laughs> right. I mean, come on. Like, but I mean, not like that. Like I would do something like that. That's crazy. I, yeah, I've never, the closest I've come is a long time ago. When I, I used to, like when I lived up in New York and uh, I would run and there were a lot of times where I'm like a mile or two from home and I like there's I'm just all there is is just houses and like, am I going to knock on somebody's door? And it's just like, no, I'm just going to tough it up. And uh, like, uh, it's funny around here in Florida because there's houses being built everywhere. Like you'll see random porta potties on the side of the road. And like, actually, when I do my Amazon flex routes, especially out in Daytona Beach, um, a lot of times you just see a, a random porta potty outside of a house that's being built and they're not locked. And I'm like, yeah, yeah I got to go. <laughs> yeah. I actually I mean, showed that in one of my ride long videos at once. Yeah. I do lawn care. When you see a porta potty out in the wild, you're like, oh, yeah. I, I probably use them at least once a week during the mm -hmm. season. Um, but yeah. <laughs> By the way, um, when we were on the break, I grabbed a beer. This is Sam Adams Holiday White Ale. So, yeah, and I, I saw you're drinking Blue Moon. This is the same style. Oh, is it? Yeah, this is yeah. a basic Blue Moon. Jesper brought it over last stream we had. Um, I don't know. I like Blue Moon. It's just kind of a good. It's a good beer. You know, it's not super crafty, but mm -hmm. um, yeah. How is that one? It says it's citrusy. Is it? Yeah, I mean, well, the Blue Moon citrusy. It's got orange peel in it. Yeah, that's yeah. true. Yeah, I haven't I haven't had Blue Moon, and I can't remember. I have to look it up, but. Yeah, I mean this one's pretty good. It's it's like this is basically the not watered down version of that. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. No, normally if I would drink it in a glass, I would uh, um, throw an orange in there. But Kyle says I pee in the woods behind the dumpster every day. I pee in a Gatorade <laughs> bottle um, every single day, multiple times a day. I just, I just. You ever watch um or listen to Mike Delivers? Whenever whenever he has like a guest on, he always asks them. If you're, if you really have to go to the bathroom. Do you yeah. ask the your somebody you're delivering to if you can use their bathroom, or yeah. do you just go in a bottle? I'm like, I've never asked anyone to use the bathroom. Ever. I, That's I never so had weird. Yeah, I would never let anyone in my house, even as um, you know, if I ordered food and they're like, I really have to go. I'm like, yeah, I'm sorry, you're an adult. You can go <laughs> to the gas station. So, uh. Jacqueline, Jacqueline says those beers are good. I'm on, uh, hazy Deschutes IPA. I'm over hazy IPAs. Give me a regular IPA. Jacqueline, you're going to hate me because <laughs> I hate IPAs all the way around. Except no, I Perrin has a blackberry IPA that's not very bittery. I don't like bitter beers. That's just my mm. thing. But yeah, the whole the whole point of IPAs is it's bitter, you know. But Yeah, it's gross. Anyway, we got to take a quick uh, break. We'll be right back in 30 seconds. Are you a DoorDash delivery driver? Would you like to be safer and less stressed while driving and earn more at the same time? 
The Driver's Utility Helper app allows you to do just that. Create custom filters and its automated system does the work for you, automatically declining unwanted low-paying requests and accepting more profitable requests so you can focus on driving. Visit acceptordecline.com to get started today. All right, for our next story, I don't really have a story about it. Um, I have a screenshot, and this is something that's been going around all the uh, the GigTube channels. Um, actually, if you give me a minute here, I should have had this ready to go. But anyway, so Uber Eats, I guess, is doing this uh, trial where they are punishing drivers if they decline too many orders. It says... Next request will include upfront details. You have to do five five more deliveries, basically gambling on them to uh, see the upfront, you know, like the upfront, um, like the full payout, the mileage. Oh, no. Are you kidding me? What the oh, heck? that's bullshit. I know. It won't happen in California. I don't even know how that's legal. Well... Because it's like if they have if they give you the information and then they take it away or they make you do some kind of ridiculous jump through hoops quest. No, no. Yeah. I mean, it should see as independent contractors, we need the basic information for us to make our decision. If you hide that, you kind of it's we're not independent contractors anymore. We're employees. You're just telling us to go and we can't make the decision. I mean, yeah, we can still accept or decline, but if we don't have the information, then how are we supposed to make a, you know, the decision that we're supposed to make? It sounds like they're copying DoorDash from the spring, you know, like when para came out, here we go. I got the screenshot here. All right. So see how it says next request will include upfront details, upfront details. when you complete five or more of your last 10 requests, I, I did a poll, very unscientific, obviously, on my YouTube channel. I said, if you're an Uber East driver, have you gotten this screen yet? And everybody said, no, I haven't got it yet. And I actually did an experiment myself yesterday. I was out all day doing Instacart. I left Uber Eats on in the background. And every mm-hmm. single time an order came in, I would just decline it or let it time out. So I wanted mm-hmm. to see if I would get this. And I never did. I must have declined probably 20 or 30 orders. Okay. And I didn't get this. So I think it, it's either some kind of well not a glitch because clearly that you know graphic was designed by somebody you know yeah it's it's got to be some kind of pilot program because they they did this remember like a month or two ago where there was some kind of glitch and um like there was like these ginormous payouts like a hundred two hundred dollars for like just a few miles and the drivers that took them they had to pay back the money or something oh i did not hear that Wow. Yeah, I'm sure they're they're testing it in areas, but see that that would be something where, you know, uh not Maestro, uh, Maximo, sorry. Uh would be able to I wonder if they would be able to still read the code and make cuz I use that for Uber Eats too. Yeah. so that they can make sure that I, you know, hits my settings or whatever. DC gig worker said, "I hope this never show up. I will never do Uber Eats again." Yeah, I mean I rarely do food delivery as it is. So it's not to me, it's not a huge deal, but that's it's the principle of it. And like, that's really insulting to because, like, that's going backwards. Because when Uber Eats first came out, it was like regular Uber X where it was all a gamble. 
Mm-hmm. You, you had, all you knew was the restaurant you were going to. You didn't know the mileage. You didn't know the payout. You know the tip. Nothing. And then DoorDash, you know, caught fire. And then Uber started emulating DoorDash. And then they eventually started giving like a map screen. And then they started giving you like the payout. And then even with the payout with the tip, although they do high tips over eight dollars. Although mm-hmm. if there if, if an order includes an eight dollar tip, unless it's like ridiculously long mileage, you're probably going to take it anyway. Um, yeah. There's a there's a YouTube channel, Gig IQ. He did a video about this. It was a while ago where he actually kind of reverse engineered the algorithm on that. Mm-hmm. He realized that Uber Eats hides tips over $8. Interesting. So, do you do hmm. Uber Eats? Yeah, Uber? I would say, no, I do Uber Eats. Uh, I would say that's probably the least amount of business I get for food delivery. I would say it's DoorDash, Grubhub, and then Uber Eats. But I did have a nice Uber Eats last night. I, I was a mile from this Walgreens, and I've never gotten a, a shop like at a Walgreens on Uber Eats before. It's always been DoorDash. It was like two 12 packs of Diet Coke for like 14 bucks. I was like, ah, no brainer. So yeah, but that's all I got yesterday. The rest of it was a little bit of DoorDash and a little bit of Grubhub. I find it it just varies by market, but I mean, Uber Uber Eats and DoorDash are kind of in a neck and neck tie for the most amount of $2 no tip orders (laughs) Yeah, you know it's yeah i've I've even i've only been on with grubhub since the summer and when it first came in um i was like almost every order that i got was double digits so it was like ten dollars or more Mm. although now i think grubhub customers are starting to not tip or grubhub's not doing these big payouts and so i i have seen like grubhub is not as bad as uh, uber eats and doordash but they i will see like five six dollar payouts for like 10 12 miles you know like 50 cents a mile and yeah that's why the the big baller to payouts you know yeah that's why i love my filters those apps are like a lifesaver i'll never do that shit without them so yeah uh actually we'll come back to maximo on the next break but yeah um check out maximo link in the description below and actually use my link um gary throws me a little a little cut so (laughs) excellent yeah uh we actually got three or four uber stories in a row so um let's let's churn these out so uber eats execs say they're applying their move into ultra fast delivery even as venture capital floods the sector so so far this year vc firms have invested 21.1 billion dollars in food and grocery delivery startups that include emerging rapid delivery players like joker bike and gorillas despite the noise in the crowded space uber eats executives say they want a piece of that expanding ultra fast delivery sector we need to be in that space, this guy. Um, head of merchant operations that Uber Eats said during a third-party delivery panel discussion at the Food on Demand conference held last week in Las Vegas. Man, that is a run-on sentence. <laughs> Raj Barry, global head of grocery and new verticals, told Insider during the conference that Uber Eats will get a foothold in the rapid delivery sector through strategic alliances with fast delivery players like GoPuff in the U.S. and Care4 in Paris. Uber Eats is testing the waters with GoPuff as part of its Overall strategy substantially invests in the global grocery market. With GoPuff as a partner, Uber Eats can play in the ultra-fast grocery delivery space. This summer, Uber Eats customers can order from... Does that mean summer 2022? Like this coming summer? Or the summer I mean, just passed? When, when was this written? That's. I mean, it's this week. So I, mean, I, oh. I assume they mean 2022. But Yeah. Um, Uber Eats customers can order from GoPuff's growing selection of nearly 4,000 items. Um, we're really kind of pushing toward a world where if you want to get anything within an hour or instantly in your city, we want you to be able to do that with Uber. So, um, 
Hannibal and I have been talking about GoPuff like since we started doing this show because it's real big in those major metro areas: New York, Chicago, LA, Seattle, mm. and like bike and gorillas. Like they're and like they're only in those big congested cities. There, we do have GoPuff here, and I'm actually on with GoPuff, but I've never actually done GoPuff because it's like an hour to the closest warehouse. So like it's oh. it's really not worth it for me. So right, have you? uh done GoPuff or looked into it or anything is it available where you live yeah so before the pandemic they were supposed to launch in grand rapids but obviously the pandemic slowed it down and they were again supposed to launch this fall and they've pushed it to spring of 2022 so i'll definitely do it um i i the support is terrible though chad man i needed mm-hmm. their their app there's no reset password button like, have you heard I of know. anything out there that does not that have happened, a reset? That happened to me. <clears throat> I had to email them. And then like two two weeks later, they wrote back oh, and dude, said, oh, sorry, was, we're just seeing It was like email. six weeks before I heard back from them. I'm like, this is why your support sucks. You're taking a simple coding thing of resetting a password and giving it to a support person. That seems asinine to me. So I don't know. I hope their like in-delivery support is, is better yeah. than that but i will try it if you know anything about me i will try any app at least a little bit just to test the waters to Mm -hmm. see if it's worth it but um we'll we'll see i don't know i like the idea of as a customer having that opportunity and the prices don't seem terrible unless they're going to tack on a shit ton of fees at the end but yeah whenever whenever handle and i talk about gopuff he seems to come to the conclusion that he thinks like these ultra fast startups are just in there to like you know uh, what's that South Park meme where they're like, um, you know, sell out, bro down, you know, just yeah, I don't know that one. Just just in there too, like it's fly by night companies essentially. But you think GoPuff is one of those? They've been around for a bit. Well, they're they're just in there to generate as much revenue as possible, even though like they have like huge losses or whatever. And uh, you know, hey, uh, look who's here, Steve. Yeah, he snuck in a little bit ago. Um, yeah, I, I, it's funny that Uber's working with them. I think that's just their their way to get in the quote unquote back door of GoPuff, and they're like, oh, by the way, we'd love to buy you for this much, and maybe that's what GoPuff is doing. They're just trying. That, to- that's what I'm thinking. Yeah, yeah, that Uber might buy GoPuff or uh, that would be interesting though, because that you know they they might be some kind of um, monopoly. Uh, um, What's the, the government word for that? Not, no, not I know what you're talking about. Yeah. But I don't know if Uber would buy them because then Uber has to have a physical building. You know what I mean? Right now, they just are just a technology company. They're really not touching yeah. the product themselves. Now, all of a sudden, they're going to have to actually, you know, touch product, have inventory, those kind of things. So maybe they won't ever buy them. I don't know. That seems weird for Uber to do that. But yeah, GoPuff's weird because it works a lot like Amazon Flex, where it's like you go to a warehouse Yep, and they they give you a whole bunch of packages in a route, and you got to go deliver them, and then you have to come yeah. back to the warehouse and yeah, do it all over again. Yeah, that's all it is. It's just basically glorified delivery without you having to go to each individual restaurant. So, I mean, I'm telling you, if the pay is good, I don't care. I don't care what it is. Like, if the pay is good and I can hit my daily goal faster, then I'm going to do that. Mm-hmm. So, um, let's let's keep chugging on with these Uber stories. Most of these are kind of announcements, but. So this is uh, Uber's $10 one subscription gives you VIP access to rides and deliveries. Uber's taking another shot at subscriptions. And this is the latest attempt might make sense if you're as interested in deluxe treatment as you are discounts. 
The service has launched an Uber One membership that for $10 a month or $100 a year showers you with perks for both ride sharing and Uber Eats deliveries. You get 5% off eligible trips and food orders as well as free delivery for many grocery and restaurant orders. One subscribers will get priority service with the highest rated drivers and upgraded support. You also get exclusive promos, offers, and invitation-only experiences. There's even an Uber One promise that gives you $5 in Uber cash on qualifying deliveries of your courier misses the latest estimated arrival time. You want to settle for the same service as the commoners, in other words. <laughs> the new tier is available now with a one-month free trial and an early bird promo that offers a year for $50 if you sign up before November 29th. That's actually a pretty good deal for 50 bucks for a year. I might I might take them up on that. Although, I mean, 5%, that's really not that much of a I, discount. And this is eligible trips too. So it's yeah. like, you know, 5% is nothing to me. I mean, I... I don't use the service enough to to even be worth ten dollars a month, but mm. um, I guess if they off, I would have to see the extra things, the extra perks that they offer. But five percent, come on, y'all! Like, see, I would do it more for the Uber Eats because yes, there is an Uber Eats equivalent of Dash Pass or Prime or whatever. And I think it is the same as like ten dollars a month or a hundred dollars a year, and like they they either waive or severely reduce the delivery fees and okay see i would be interested in that and i would be interested in a priority delivery where i was the only like they didn't have multiples and i you mm. know so far i i typically actually stick with grubhub i've had really good luck as uh, as a customer for grubhub uh terrible with doordash um and uber's <laughs> been here or there um, i've never i've never used grubhub as a customer yeah i i like i said uh they're great. I I get shit so fast. Now I do live like a mile from a ton of restaurants, but I'm telling you, on Thursdays I take uh off from work from everything and I usually my family's gone so I order Panda Express from Grubhub. I'm not <laughs> kidding you, Chad. It's like 18 minutes for me hitting send until it's at my door. I'm like wow. they must be just waiting at the restaurant and and, and since I order kind of early usually between 11:30 and 12. I'm just like, how is that even possible? Like, it's almost quicker than me doing it myself. That's uh, that's like me with Qdoba. There's a Qdoba about a mile and a half, two miles down the road, and so like, it's not a it's not a busy store. So it's like as soon as I get an order and they start making it, and then they call the driver immediately. And yeah, if I order Qdoba now, it'd probably be here by nine thirty. No, I pay out the ass. I mean, with a tip, it's twenty dollars. You know what yeah. I mean? Where I could get it for probably 10 bucks if I drove there. But um, yeah. Yeah, that's my my 2022 resolution is I'm canceling all my... I'm can't, I It's funny. I had the Walmart Plus, the Instacart Plus or whatever the Instacart membership is. The, I had mm -hmm. Dash Pass. Canceled all that stuff. I'm like from my 2022 resolution is if I want food, I'm going to go out and get it. Unless I am just like, you know... Yeah, three, four beers deep. Don't want to mess I'll, with that. Then I'll, but then I'll pay the, because if you if you don't have a membership and you're paying the full delivery fee plus the full service fee plus a a tip, plus the jacked up prices, yeah, you're paying like one burrito is going to set you back like twenty twenty five bucks. Yeah, yeah, it totally is. I, it's funny you bring up the Walmart pass. I just signed up for that because my son, I have a twenty Walmart plus. Yeah, the Walmart plus. Yeah. Uh, cause on Monday, tomorrow at 3 PM there, they have some Xbox series X available. So I'm going to try to get one for my son. He's been looking for one and he can't find it. Um, okay. and so 
who knows? It's a free trial. So I thought, well, I'll give it a try. See if I can get one for him. But um, yeah. I probably right. will cancel it. We got another we got another Uber story. Let's let's uh talk about this real quick. This, uh Uber re- reintroduces shared rides with a new name. Uber's bringing back shared rides with a new name, Uber X Share. The revamped <laughs> carpooling product is available first as a pilot in Miami. Uber suspended its Uber Pool carpooling feature in March 2020. Uh, but the company promised earlier this month that it planned to bring shared ride back. Uber promises have Uber prices have gone way up lately, so a carpooling option allows the company to offer cheaper costs. They can make taking an Uber a more popular transportation option. On an UberX share ride, you'll only ride with one other person in addition to the driver. During your trip, everyone in the car must wear a mask. Even if they are vaccinated, UberX share rides will have a 5% discount. Whoa. And you'll get Uber cash when another person is picked up during your trip. And that's pretty much it. 5%? I don't think, yeah. Oh, 5% is like nothing. You know? It's so bad. I won't do, do you have your, 5%. We don't have Uber pool here. I'll see there. Okay. So you, I, yeah, think you never just, I think it's just because we're spread out. I think Orlando is the same way. Everything's spread out so much that it, it wouldn't yeah. be cost effective to do it. So yeah, it's like big congested cities like New York, yep. Chicago, all that stuff. And I'm, like, I don't know. Doesn't that, does a driver have the option to turn Uber pool? Like, like when you sign onto the app, it has like Uber, x deliveries connect uber pet like can you turn pool off i'm or... almost positive you can because that's yeah. what i would do i would just yeah, i don't know why people sign up for that but some people mm -hmm. you know obviously some people take the two dollar doordash orders too you know what i mean so <laughs> yeah, there's always people out there that need money and and they're just gonna do it whatever they need to do so but yeah i would mm -hmm. never turn that shit on no thank you no <laughs> thank you i'm gonna take another uh quick break here um we've been doing uh, uh, I've been do doing promos for other YouTube channels and podcasts. And if uh, uh, Jason, if you want to do one of these for your channel, yeah, your podcast together, yeah, I appreciate yeah. that. <laughs> I will run it for free, no charge. Oh wow, thank you. Yeah. Just keep it, you know, thirty seconds or so. Oh so yeah, let, for sure. Let's do uh, let's do Mike delivers. Hey, what's going on, everybody? This is Mike Biseglia from the Mike Delivers Podcast. Check me out on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm an Uber Eats delivery driver, and what I do is I talk about my stories from the road, picking up food, dropping it off, guys coming out in their underwear, people coming out in their shower robe. If you're a gig economy driver, you know what it's been like. You know the deal. You know how it is out there on the road. So I love to give my stories and my perspective. Check it on out. It's the Mike Delivers Podcast. Get it wherever pods are found love that yeah. guy yeah wasn't he just on your show a couple weeks ago it's been a while it's been a couple maybe last month or the month before it's been a bit okay so, uh looks like driver dad says pool is part of x you couldn't filter it out Ooh, i mean he could be right i don't know yeah I i've, I've never could. done it yeah is steve is steve still watching let us know because i'm sure he would know steve knows, knows everything. yeah <laughs> um all right so let's uh let's keep chugging on here so this is from business.com. Despite increasing demand, Amazon drivers say they're happier than other gig workers. Oh, this is slightly confusing. So anyway, three and four Amazon drivers express satisfaction with their pay. And 59% were pleased with their workloads. And see, when so they are, say are these are these are these flex workers or DSP workers? I think they're DSP because it says Amazon Prime Delivery, and then this they compare it to Uber, Instacart, Grubhub, Postmates. They're not independent. They're yeah, not these guys are W two. Yes. I, I Anyways, mean, we're, still, 
we're along the, i mean it's delivery it's similar yeah so. um which is actually surprises me that they are they feel happier than i mean mm-hmm. it doesn't it's not very it's it's kind of different though i don't know um i just want to um i want to read the uh the bullet points from this survey yeah so anyway so most drivers are stacking gigs make ends meet yeah, that's true yeah 62 percent of the workers in our study say they drove for more than one company Nearly a third said they drive for three or more. Amazon Prime drivers reported the most satisfaction of their pay, with 76% saying they had a positive view of their compensation. Only 6% viewed their compensation negatively. Despite similar pay satisfaction levels, Lyft drivers were less satisfied than Uber drivers with the amount of work they're able to do. Employees of the meal delivery services like Grubhub and Postmates, why do they keep saying Postmates? Postmates are gone. Reported the least satisfaction with their pay. Nearly one in, really? Because Grubhub has great pay. Yeah. Nearly one in five Grubhub drivers had a negative view of their pay. While 70% of Postmate workers felt the same. I'm surprised Postmates wasn't 99%. Postmates is God awful. You know, it's like how, it's like how Uber is now. Like no, no, like there's a map, but there's no, like, it's just like a line of sight, you know, like no Mm. mileage, no estimated payout, no estimated time, nothing. And like with Postmates, like 90% of the orders are order and pay. You know? Yeah, I think they are thinking about flex because if you go back to that picture that had the stats on it, it talks about the gig. I, I really do think they're talking about flex. I really do. Yeah, um, so I don't know why they call it Amazon Prime, but um, I would wonder if Amazon uh, Prime now, maybe. <laughs> yeah, so, I'll um, I wonder if so, there was any comment. Did you did you pull that from like a Facebook page of where there was any comments or I'd be curious what anyone said, but. No one comments on this shit anymore because <laughs> because you got social media. No one does that. Remember back yeah. in the day, that's where you used to comment. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. I think this this is probably like a old survey, but this just came out this week, November eighteenth, twenty twenty one. That was only three days ago. Yeah. So I mean, the survey might have been from a long time ago. Because but... every other, excuse me every other app on there is a gig app. So I'm, I'm feel like they, they've, they missed it that they're actually flex drivers, but I mean, I would actually put that on there. I, I would, if it was flex, I would be in that category too. It's, it's easy. You really don't have to deal with people. Um, Let's, uh, let's go over these numbers real quick. So they say, what companies do you currently drive for? Amazon, 72% Uber, 51% Instacart, 23% Grubhub, 24%. Postmates 18, shipped 13, Lyft 17. I'm surprised Lyft is so low. Well, wait a minute. Where's DoorDash? Yeah, how's DoorDash not on there? I mean, DoorDash has got to be higher than almost all of that. This this article, they're high. I know. I don't know whoever wrote this. <laughs> Delivery drivers pay satisfaction. So Amazon 76% satisfied, shipped 65%, Instacart 62, Uber 61, Lyft 61. Look at- Look at the hourly on Instacart. It's the highest one on there. Come on. Um, yeah, I mean, if they're, it depends on where you live. I mean, these are all people in New Jersey and Beverly yeah. Hills, and yeah. based on estimates from Indeed.com. Well, there's your problem. yeah. Hmm. And the problem is also when they do a, they take a nationwide average, and it's like yeah, well, yeah, yeah. Markets yeah. are so different. Yeah, I mean. California, especially with Prop 22, is just skewing the average for the entire country. Yeah, they need to yeah. take New York and California out of any kind of, uh, excuse me, any kind of averages. You know, I, 
I think that's good enough on this one. There's a link in the description if you guys want to check this out. But yeah, to have this survey and not mention DoorDash at all and mention Postmates, which is obsolete. Yeah, I feel I like know. like they posted a couple days ago, but the, the actual data is old. I, I feel like, like this looks like it's like uh it's like a like a sitcom joke of a guy who like like Homer Simpson, like he put this together at the last minute, you yeah. know. Yeah, exactly. Or, uh, or, or someone had a deadline due and they're like, All right, look here, just copy and paste from something else. By the way, in the in the comments, Steve was talking about uh Tony is right, Uber X and Pool are interlinked. Oh well, again, run your filters, y'all. All you can do is on X is ignore Uber Uber pool share. Cause I think like when, when the, if a pool ride comes in, it would say Uber pool and you could just decline that ride, I guess. Yeah, for sure. Instagram sucks everywhere. I've seen mass data. Yeah. Not in uh, watch this dude. He's up in, uh, in the DC era. His name's Tatvar. He's making like 300 bucks a day doing Instacart, like almost all Costco orders. So, Oh, Costco does pay good for Instacart, yeah. I've heard. I actually got a Costco order the other day. It's like a miracle. I never see them around here because all the bot users. All I do is sit in the Costco parking lot and just do Costco all day. Those bots. Yeah. Speaking of Instacart, that's what our next story is about. And this this may sound like a rerun from last week, but it's not. Instacart introduces new shopper safety alert feature for delivery people on the platform. On-demand grocery platform Instacart is rolling out new safety features for its delivery workers. The company has launched a new shopper safety alert feature that will notify its delivery providers of local critical incidents. The feature leverages law enforcement, social media, and local news to create automated alerts. Instacart delivery workers who are within the area of an incident will see the alert in the shopper app so they can assess the situation and potentially avoid the area. If a delivery worker is in the middle of an order, the app will automatically pause the order. Instacart says it will assess incidents and may pause operations altogether in specific regions if they pose a risk to the worker. The company is also enhancing its in-app emergency calling feature that launched in May. The feature allows delivery workers to contact emergency service directly within the app. The company has now partnered with emergency response data platform Rapid SOS to give Instacart delivery workers the ability to share their geolocation and other information for a faster emergency response. The feature is currently available in the U.S. and Canada. It's worth noting that DoorDash recently partnered with ADT to launch a similar feature that allows its delivery workers to seek emergency assistance. And that's why I was saying this sounds like a rerun because last week or two weeks ago, Hannibal and I talked about that DoorDash feature. And I was saying, do we really need a middleman between, I don't need a middleman between me and 911. If I, if I need to call 911, I'm just going to call 911. I'm not going to try to find where in the app it is to call ADT or whatever. That's a good point yeah. because I'll be honest with you. The DoorDash app is kind of confusing. There's so many, I get lost in that thing all the freaking time. Like even trying to, <laughs> how to like drop a delivery, which that's probably done on purpose. But yeah, I agree. If you, if you're, if the shit hits the fan, like 911 is much easier. Yeah. You know what this is? I am 99% sure this is in response to, there was a mass shooting about a year ago and an Instacart shopper got killed at the time. Okay. And I have a feeling because, like, uh, that you know, the gig workers collective uh, people, they one of their demands when they're doing that, supposedly the strike is still going on, mm -hmm. is they said they wanted death benefits because, like, if you're, I mean, but like mass shootings are so statistically rare. Like, yes. You know, so I mean, I think this is in response to that is like, if there's a mass shooting at a supermarket, your Instacart app is going to light up and say, hey, don't go to the store. There's an emergency there. 
The only yeah. other thing I could think of that it would be for like if there was a fire or flood or Either. like yeah. tornado, you know, but you're going to get that on your phone anyway from like, you know, your Amber alerts and all your, um, you know, uh, emergency, uh, you know, government features, you know. Here's a question too. Is have it, all those turned off, so maybe not me. Is it is it the the app's responsibility to do that? Again, we all fall back on the independent contractor thing. Like, isn't that our? You know what I mean? Like, are they are we becoming more employees when they give us those safety features? Now, again, I like them all. Don't get me wrong. I don't want them to take them away. I'm just asking a question. I think it's just their legal team saying, "Hey, you need to do something <laughs> proactive." yeah and like that's that is a small price to pay and also the pr you know yeah oh yeah that's true yeah it's 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 nice that it's there yeah i've never i've never even considered using it you know yeah i'm just i'm in a really safe area though so i i asked this last week and nobody responded so any of you guys watching or if you're listening to this on the audio podcast let us know if you've ever had to use these in-app security features, or if you just call 911 directly, or if you just got the hell out of there. Yeah. I've never been in a situation. I mean, it would be kind of cool. Like I would, I would think if you were on a ride, let's say for Uber, right. And you're able to uh, somehow touch the app where maybe their passenger didn't know if you were uncomfortable, I can see that. But uh, any picking up the phone, I don't think would be, work very well yeah. you know what i mean without i think yeah like uber and lyft both had those features and i think it's meant for like um like if you're getting carjacked or something so it's like you're not talking to them they're just listening maybe yeah it sounds like steve needs to move move yeah <laughs> yeah that king super shooting i think that's the the instacart shopper that guy oh really yeah. yeah oh jacqueline said i just called 911 it's funny she said she I, I she must be I forget where she is but um she was telling me that she was doing a delivery and when she got back to her car there was like a coyote oh. like doing a lap around her car oh damn yeah she had and this this happens in my na- in uh in the Sanford area uh, if you go west like it's a wilderness area and there's all the it's which which is really funny because they put these really really rich gated communities right on the border of the wilderness area. And when you drive into them, there's signs that say, watch out for bears. Yeah. And I'll be, I've been doing DoorDash deliveries where you're just driving down and you'll just see black bears just moseying around. And uh, like you might even see them in the, the, the customer's front yard. Whoa. I'll have to call them and be like, there's a bear in your yard. And like, they're so cool now. They're just like, oh, just stay in your car. Don't do anything. Just, you know, give it a minute. He'll move on, you know. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It, it, I've seen more wildlife in Florida than I ever did in New York. I see at the same uh, gated communities, I, there's wild turkeys and peacocks oh, that yeah. walk around. Lots of deer, yep. um, owls, tur- turtles that just mosey across the road because there's you know uh, ponds and lakes everywhere. <laughs> no question. If you do, you break for turtles or you just run right over them. Oh uh, no! Like well. It's funny because sometimes they'll actually try to cross like super busy roads. Yeah. And if they're smart, they'll just stick to the the shoulder and they won't, they know not to go into traffic. Oh, really? But like if it's like a residential neighborhood and they're trucking across the road at like, you know, one mile an hour, like I'll stop, you know, you'll actually see that. And uh, in Lakeland, where I used to live, there's a, a, a downtown lake 
where they have all those swans and the swans will mosey off the, the, the lake grass area and they'll start to cross the street and all the cars have to stop for them. A lot of times you just get out of your car and just start to shoe them. Yeah. Shoe, shoe the swans. Yeah. I don't break for squirrels. I don't have time for that shit. It's pretty, mm-hmm. unless I can break, you know what I mean? But I'm not going to slam on my brakes. If you oh, know, yeah. not for I, squirrels. Nah, sorry. Cats, dogs. Oh yeah. Uh, Anyone's yeah. pets. That's but. Yeah. Anyway, uh, let's move on. We only got a couple serious stories left. Uh, so McDonald's announces new deals with DoorDash and Uber Eats. It's basically one thing. So it's McDonald's on Monday announced a pair of deals with two largest providers, DoorDash and Uber Eats. The new agreements provide better terms to the company's franchisees. Terms were not disclosed, but McDonald's said operators should be able to generate more profit and cash flow because of the new agreements. The contractors will also enable McDonald's to integrate delivery into its mobile app through the provider's white label services. Exactly what kind of terms McDonald's has earned from Uber Eats and DoorDash is uncertain, but the company has renegotiated its delivery deals multiple times in a bid to ensure operators can profit from such orders. Uber is the largest global provider outside of China and will deliver orders made on the McDonald's app through Uber Direct, its white label offering. Um, yeah, so basically... If you order McDonald's through the McDonald's app, it's either going to go to Uber Eats or DoorDash as a white label service, like like uh, like Chipotle. I order Chipotle all the time through the Chipotle app, and like they want you to think that it's a Chipotle driver delivering no. it to you, but it's it's a DoorDash driver, and I know that. So, does this deal mean that Grubhub's out at McDonald's then? Because I I just did a Grubhub at McDonald's last night. Hmm. I mean, that's a good question, or maybe it's. Maybe it's like whatever this deal is, it's only for Uber Eats and, and DoorDash. I mean, Grubhub's been going downhill for a while. And ever yeah. since they got bought out by Just Eat Takeaway, there's been a lot of talk about them selling the company or doing something with it, you know? I, I'd be curious the numbers of, of deliveries those McDonald's get. As I think about it, as I sat in the freaking line for like way too long last night, I feel like there's got to be a better way for driver. Now, I know when the lobbies were open, that's fine right i run into the lobby i don't even go through the drive through but with with covid it, everything's been closed and of course late at night too after 9 p.m the lobby is not going to be open but i i feel like there's got to be a better way uh to get these drivers the order um you know, all i can all i can think is that it's just like this is just an increase the number of two dollar no tip orders yeah you know, so they're trying to increase their profits means that like they're cutting their expenses or something yeah um although i mean it's funny i actually rarely do mcdonald's anymore because like nobody tips you know well well like last night it hit my filter it was okay it was like a i i I do eight dollars and above it was eight bucks it was slow so i took it but i sat in line way too long i mean anything (laughs) after 9 p.m i'm like nah oh yeah fast forward i don't yeah i don't don't work at night like once i'm like a vampire or the opposite of a vampire. Like once the sun say. goes down, I need to be indoors. Well, I t- I usually am like that, but Amazon has been doing late night stuff. So I've been, been switching to late night, which I don't like, but. Like package delivery or. Yeah. I mean, they, sometimes the routes don't start till like 5.30, 6.30 PM. And it's, it's dark here in Michigan at, you know. Yeah. 30, there's so. a, there's an Amazon warehouse out in Daytona beach and they always have five to eight, six to nine, five yep. to eight, 30 um i've actually thought about moving out to daytona beach but i will say like amazon is the only app that i like not not like but least dislike doing at night because the amazon 
uh, GPS is so accurate where it actually it's shows so you the good. outline of the house. Oh, I don't, I don't need a, I don't need a flashlight. I just, like, if you're in the wrong house, the app won't even make, let you make the delivery. Yeah. It, the key with the Amazon app is you have to, as you're getting close, slow down, don't haul ass to that because then you'll, you'll misjudge where it is. But once you slow down, the app kind of catches up and like, yeah, it's kind of hard to not deliver to the right house. Uber, their their in-app GPS has gotten better too because it's like once you get down to the block where you're delivering, it'll start to show the outline of the houses, yep. Yep. which is nice. But I use I use Waze for the GPS until I get to the last. See, um, I used block. to use Waze. I used to be a huge fan of it, and I use it in my in my like personal life. But I definitely have been using the Uber's in-app. It's it's it seems to be pretty good. So mm. can't argue with that. I hate the uh, the the Siri type voice they have. Is like. Turn right on right now. It's up. Oh, I mute all that. I have no <laughs> yeah. no sounds on. I cannot stand it. Mine will just turn back on on its yes, own, even though I have it set. I it's, don't know what's going on with that. I don't. It's the same for me. I have to hit off every time. It's annoying. But all right, we just got a couple more stories here. So this is like a feel good story. This is from Good Morning America. Um, I got the video, but I cut it down. It was like five minutes. I cut it down to like two minutes. I'm just going to play this real quick. The flexibility, the options, and the cash. The gig economy is a growing trend for anyone looking for more flexibility in their schedule or to make a little extra money. And women, more than ever, are seizing the opportunity. For example, the number of women earning on the Uber app has increased nearly 80% since the beginning of the year. Delivery services like Instacart and DoorDash say women represent more than 50% of their workforce. The gig economy is one of the, the only ways that women can sometimes find a way to earn income while balancing all of the commitments that they have. It's exactly what Shari Stevens, a marketing strategist and mom of two from Michigan, did after her husband suffered a stroke in 2018. It's a big difference when you're able to adjust your own schedule. She turned to the freelance platform Upwork and now earns more than she did before. She says gig work was crucial for her and her family during the pandemic. I'm the one that's working and we had just recently adopted two children. So there would have been no way that my family would have been able to survive. I'm going to go into the store and start shopping. Across the country in Pennsylvania, mom of three, Kara Moore, became an Instacart shopper after becoming recently separated. I saw someone randomly post about this thing called Instacart. And within a couple months, I was able to move out. And, and now I'm on my own with my three girls and doing Instacart pretty much full time. Now, as a single mom, making her own schedule is key. The flexibility is number one for me. I didn't have to get daycare for my children. When I was able to see the smile or the sense of relief on a customer's face, it feels good. Despite the obvious upside to the gig economy, experts warn it might be a sign of a broken labor market. Those jobs are not stable. They do not provide benefits. They exacerbate insecurity. So it's a really tough spot for women to be in where there's kind of no option that allows them to both earn a living and have a basic level of security. But bravo to Kara and Shari, who just found a way to piece it all together. Now, since the pandemic, we're seeing more and more turn to the gig economy. The number of independent workers has increased an unprecedented 34% since last year, 34%, yeah. okay. <laughs> I love how she claps at the end. Thirty-four percent. All right. Yeah, that is interesting, though. That they said like the number of women on Uber Eats went up by eighty percent. I mean, that's almost double. 
Yeah, that's incredible. I I was actually shocked about that. Usually it's male in in most places. I feel like it's more male than female. Um, but yeah, that's that's good. And you know, the throw it out there, like we always say on our show, make sure you don't just rely on Instacart. Make sure you're active on other apps so that if mm -hmm. Instacart deactivates you from for some stupid reason, you're not screwed. So that won't that woman was right. The insta instability of those apps is is a huge issue. I'm not sure the benefits are that big of a deal i mean it yes and no but um yeah i thought that was a good story yeah it's yeah it's it's a feast or famine nature of this yep. you know and i i do what well, doesn't surprise me though is that more women are going to delivery and grocery shopping because rideshare driving is inherently dangerous it is uh, i yeah. mean it, regardless if you've never had any incident if you've ever driven at night and during the bar scene like and I hate to say this, but women, for whatever reason, no, I know the reason because men are, <laughs> they, they just get victimized more. And it's just, I would not want my wife out there driving Uber late at night. I just wouldn't no. do it because guys are pieces of shit. Even during the day. I mean, it's, I'm, I mean, it's slightly safer, but like, you know, I live in a nice neighborhood and, you know, 20 miles north of Orlando. But when I, like when I did lift back in August for two weeks for that challenge, I always end up down in downtown Orlando or Pine yeah. Hills or some other shitty neighborhood. You just end up you just end up way far away from where you live and you're gonna end up in a crappy neighborhood at some point because people yeah. who live in crappy neighborhoods don't have cars. Yeah, exactly. It's kind of mm -hmm. just the the odds of it. But yeah, I don't I don't mean to be sexist by any means. I just it just <laughs> for whatever reason I just feel like it's it's just not set up for that. But you know, I a lot of my delivery drivers when I get food are are women. So mm -hmm. um yeah. That's it's it's awesome. I think the gig economy is great in general. Women, men, and all. Like it's, I love doing it in the winter. It's I'm so flexible. It's just great. And now that there's so many options, you don't feel like you're like I'm. You know, when I first did it, it was just rideshare. You know what I mean? And it became like a regular. Like oh, I hate my life because I'm just doing rideshare all day. Where now I can do mm -hmm. food delivery or package delivery or rideshare. So. Yep. All right. One last break, and then we will get to the funny stuff. Let's do this one. I'm Brian, Instacart Bulldog, inviting you to my YouTube channel for more tips for bigger tips and better ratings. After all, ratings are everything to us Instacart shoppers these days. I've got a background in the supermarket industry. I've been a supervisor, and I've received customer service training from the best in the industry. I bring it all together into my videos to help you become a better shopper. Instacart Bulldog, watch it on YouTube. Go get him. What's with his hashtags in his web address? Is that just, I see it's like youtube.com slash C slash. That's his uh, YouTube URL. Oh, okay. I just never had yeah. seen that before. Yep. I've been, I've asked a few lady gig tubers, as I call them. I asked them to be, if they wanted to be a co-host on this show and they just, they just don't have time. A lot of people work on Sunday nights because Especially if you do DoorDash, Grubhub, Uber Eats. It's pretty busy. And you do need some women on here. We do too. We yeah. had Sam uh, before I met you. She was a host for, gosh, at least six, seven months. Uh, she was great. <laughs> I loved having her on here. She was able. She was just awesome to have. Um, I'm hoping to have her on the hundredth episode. Um, but uh, yeah, you do need some women in here. I'm telling. I've you. asked. I've asked Gig Mom. She's always busy on Sunday. So yeah. I'll ask, I, mean, I think Kim. She usually works Sunday. So, um, anyway, 
We only have two TikToks this week, and neither of them are particularly funny. This one's this one's definitely not funny. It's, no. So I don't know if you saw this one. I did. Uh, the man charged and fo- uh, a driver allegedly affiliated with DoorDash is going getting va- viral attention on TikTok, where the people he is accused of chasing have shared video footage of the incident. The video has garnered 181,600 likes. How many views did it get since it was posted on November 11th? The video footage posted shows a man driving a large SUV through a parking lot following the people filming. As the video plays, someone in the background can be heard saying that local police have arrested him, although it's unclear what he was charged with. The person who shared the video wrote that DoorDash driver wouldn't change the address of an order she and a friend had placed. When they went to meet him, he insulted and harassed them. In other comments, she states that she has both of their addresses. Uh, in a statement to Daily Dot, DoorDash said this behavior is absolutely unacceptable. There's no place in our community. The dasher has been deactivated. Blah blah blah. I did get the video of that, but there really isn't much to see. They're like, it's only like we... it's like 18 seconds. Oh. I'll show you real. So that footage, there's no way. They did catch him. Mommy's in jail, but the thing is, he still has our address. You can see his face clear. And you can see all the smoke. A Tesla? She must have been in a <laughs> Tesla. That's the only car I know that records reverse with that angle. Yeah, it probably unless yeah, because it didn't look like they were sticking their head out the window with the video. No, no, camera. that was definitely a camera. I think they have them underneath the mirrors. I, I, I the problem. With, I the Daily Dot is great for the funny stuff, but when it's for like anything remotely serious, yeah, like they never like, and especially another reason I don't really get TikTok is they just jump in the middle of something dramatic. You have no idea what the backstory is. Yeah, two you people should. fighting. You should. And you don't know whose side to take. Stuff, yeah, you take all that stuff with a grain of salt, knowing that there was a story before and after, and that you should definitely. I always tell that to my kids and and everything. Just like remember, it's not everything you see is not exactly what it is. So you're muted. <laughs> like whenever you're I muted. whenever I take a drink, I try to mute the mic so you don't hear. Yeah, it's a good, good, um, good practice to get into. So the uh, the next uh, the next one is is a friend of the show who's actually on my show two weeks ago, Driving Attic. Another one from the Daily Dot. Viral TikTok claims to show no tipper section at Chipotle for DoorDash orders. A TikToker says DoorDash orders that don't include tips are left waiting for a driver for so long that they will end up with their own section at the restaurant. The claim is sparking debate in the comments. TikToker Driving Attic 2, well, actually... He's driving addict and his page got banned, so he started driving addict too. But that TikTok unbanned him, so he has two channels now. Oh, jeez. Uh, he has two pages, and actually, they say two pages. It's be two channels or two accounts dedicated to showing his life as a DoorDash driver. With many of the videos shaming requests, many, almost all <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, videos is shaming requests he gets for deliveries with minimal or zero tip. One in particular gained traction after he wrote that a shelving unit at Chipotle partially filled with orders was the no tipper section. The driver referred to the bags as a tipped DoorDash order versus non-tipped order in the caption and filmed himself picking up from one of the bottom shelf. That was presumably an order from a customer who actually tipped. Um, and then all the, the chatter. And again, I have this video, but it's only like 10 seconds. Money, y'all. There's poor people around. <laughs> What's your bro- I don't get it. <laughs> I know. <laughs> I don't get anything on TikTok. Oh, I love TikTok, but I don't get that one particularly. I don't. I don't know. There's poor people around. I, <laughs> I don't get the connection. But that, yeah, that was from 
Chappelle show. Oh, okay. That was yeah. when they did the uh, reparations or whatever. Oh, uh, okay. Yeah, I but love yeah. TikTok. It's it's my favorite app, honestly. Really, I I watch it once in a while, but it's got to be something like really funny. And I don't know, the algorithm is pretty good at showing you stuff. Like you just keep swiping up. Oh yeah. The next one. It and it's like think about take. It's funny because I think I have a pretty short attention span, and I see a lot of um, YouTube channels. Um, they post like um, 30, 40 minute videos like every day. And I'm like, even if I watch it at two X speed, that's going to be 15, 20 minutes. And it's going to be really, really interesting to hold me, my, my attention for that long. And I'm talking about like gig tubers. Yeah. I mean, like somebody like, you know, um, Vsauce, Mark Rober, um, you know, big, big name YouTubers who make like, you know, Hollywood quality productions. Like, okay, that'll hold my attention of course. for a half hour. Angry video game nerd, you know, but gig tubers doing a day in the life type videos every day for 30, 40 minutes. I'm like, you know, yeah. And then, but then TikTok is everything is only a minute. And I'm like, this is too short, you know? Well, yeah, now they got, see, I disagree. I like the minute. I'm, I'm like you. The attention span is like, I'm fidgety and stuff like that. But now they created it to three minutes. I'm like, the problem is, I can commit to this three minute and then they don't give me what I want at the end. They like blue ball. you. I'm like, Oh, 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 oh I'm so mad at you right now. <laughs> blue ball. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. The self-employed investor says the algorithms like, uh, will start showing to more and more people. Yeah. That's like Facebook. Yeah. Same thing. If you come, if you get a lot of comments on it, it'll show more, but Facebook he's, he's on TikTok too. Oh, is he? Yeah, yeah I, we had two videos of a TikToker uh, that I'm trying to connect with. I, I'm connect. I connected with him on Twitter. We're trying to get him on the show. He he's got a pretty big following on there. I can't remember his name though. Mm. Now that I think about it, but um, all right, let's do this last story real quick. This is very similar to what we did last week. America forgot the cranberries. Ship introduces inaugural Thanksgiving most forgotten list. I'm just gonna go straight to the list. Top grocery and home decor items response I've forgotten the most include. Cranberries, fragrant spices, napkins, beverages, pumpkin spices, pie crust, potatoes, plates, table and autumn specific decor, candles. Top five items shipped users purchased last minute in the days leading up to Thanksgiving. Sweet rolls, cream cheese, fried onions, butter, pie crust. And that's it. Yeah. Uh, have you ever forgotten to bring something to Thanksgiving? No, everyone usually comes here and I don't cook. So my wife... <laughs> amazing cook and takes care of all that shit so um yeah no i've never uh i've never done that i'm interested to working wednesday i'm gonna be doing i'll probably be doing a lot of walmart so i'm curious how busy it's gonna be on wednesday um mm. even wednesday night i don't know i'm not I'm, i don't go out to the bars or anything i'm too old for that shit so i'm like <laughs> I, don't, I don't i don't you know they say that's the biggest uh drinking night of the year i'm like nah oh the wednesday before thanksgiving yeah the wednesday before right yeah do you ever watch that channel college humor no is it a youtube thing yeah well they used to be they're not quite as big as they used to be they were huge like 10 years ago you know okay, like it's all yeah. sketches you know oh yeah i've definitely and, watched a lot of their stuff yeah they had a video on there i remember like i mean a series of them like like the top the five girls you'll date in college and then they had another one on the five girls you'll meet at your on Thanksgiving Eve when you're home for Thanksgiving or something like that. Mm -hmm. And it's always that Thanksgiving. Like I, when I used to live up in New York, 
Thanksgiving Eve was always, yeah, go to the bar. Yeah. You know, big, big like, bar night. I feel like a lot of sex happens on the, that night. Too. <laughs> Either random hookups or like people that you went to high school with. And everyone's coming back home, yeah. you know, to see their families. They're like, hey. <laughs> yeah. Hey, you lost a lot of hair. <laughs> yeah, or, yeah, you look great. You lost a lot of weight. <laughs> Speaking of which, I lost 10 pounds the last month, although a lot of that was from being sick. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Um, I'm trying to keep it off. I started running again. And actually, yeah, tomorrow is uh, tomorrow's my run day. I'm yeah, skipping leg day. I'm just doing um, I, I do like a seven-mile run. It takes me about an hour and 10 minutes, but yeah, I do, you know, I'm getting uh, out there. I did a half marathon the end of October, so yeah. Yeah, still running a little bit every week. I actually do rucking too. You know What's what rucking that? is? It's in the military a lot. The, the basically walking or hiking with weights in the in a, in a backpack. Mm. So most of those military guys have fifty pounds. That's the max. But um, so yeah, you basically just uh, walk. you mean the army and the marines. That's why I was in the navy. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Or the air force. You know what I mean? Like yeah. So you don't have to do all that shit when you're when you're ar- when you're navy or uh, air force, but. Yeah, so I do that twice a week, and then I run like four miles on the weekend. So, by the way, speaking of Thanksgiving Eve, I wasn't originally going to do a show next week, but um, I managed to get a, a, a guest, a side gig life. So I will be interviewing him this coming Wednesday, November twenty fourth. Nice. And then the week after that is the Driven Dad. Uh, he's in Denver, Tony. Um, in fact, he was in the the comments. He might still be watching. Yeah, so he is. Shout out to him. He said he uh, COVID lost him 20 pounds. <laughs> yeah. He'll be on December 1st. And then uh, December 9th, the day after that I do the show with you, is Violetta. I don't know if it's pronounced Lamone or Lemon or I'll Lam- ask her I that. it's Lamone. <laughs> yeah, she's uh, she's pretty big on uh, Instagram. So check her. I mean, she's big on YouTube, too. So check okay. her out. And actually, I didn't make a thumbnail for it, but uh, Tuesday... December 14th, I'll be interviewing Matt Spoke from Moose Financial. I think that he's a sponsor of your show, right? Who? Oh, Moose. from uh, from Moose Financial? Yeah. Oh, dude, Matt's awesome. I love that guy. Yeah. yeah. Yep. He'll be yep. on the show December 14th. And that's a that's going to be a Tuesday afternoon, 1 o'clock. So that's a matinee, folks. <laughs> matinee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Matt's so, cool. Yeah, and as uh, Jason was just saying, I will be on his show December 8th. Yep. We live I, Wednesdays and then the audio comes out on the following Monday. So I have a, I have an eye doctor appointment that day too, but it's at 8am. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so you, is it where they dilate the stuff? Probably. They always do try to mess around. Speaking of which I got new glasses and I've been wearing, yeah, these. they look, they look different. These, these are a little too. Yeah. I should have got the no glare. Cause you know, you can see the glass, the yeah. light right here. Right. off of it anyway um any i you're usually the the master of you know finding the the crazy reddit posts and tiktok videos and stuff but yeah uh I, I was emailing you and hannibal and i was like you guys find anything we don't really have that much funny stuff this week yeah you know, I, i'd much rather I, talk about the funny stuff than the serious stuff yeah i'm trying to look at my list um i don't really have a ton i have to do some work in the next couple of days to get our show together so you guys are recording. Are you recording this coming Wednesday? Yep. Thanksgiving Eve. <laughs> yep. Yep. Okay. So basically, the next three Wednesdays in a row, I think. Let me look at my calendar. 
because i know your co-host was uh out of the country for a while yeah he was out for a while so oh no we're we're, we're not recording we're recording the 24th the first is off and then we're doing the eighth and the 15th and then we're off till the new year so looking forward to that it's a brianna grind. says i'm too shy to become a youtuber or gig tuber maybe one day <laughs> oh yeah oh, it said COVID lost me 20 pounds yeah no kidding that's what uh, udm said too he lost like 20 pounds yeah it's probably COVID. mostly water weight and actually I, I didn't get COVID, but i had i had a uh it's called viral gastroenteritis it's basically a okay. stomach bug okay. and uh it's really gross i'm not going to get into it but I, I like i said i lost 10 pounds and i'm trying to keep it off and um the problem is like i i feel like literally weaker now because so i started mm. I, I didn't work out for like almost a month so i'm like i'm gonna start doing you know weights and like i'm doing like real light stuff like girly stuff and i feel like i'm getting exhausted quick you know so oh, I'm trying you gotta to build. start small yeah yeah that you can't just jump into it that's not healthy for you either yeah i get i'm like so prone to injury now oh you know because you're getting old dude <laughs> i know i go to the chiropractor like every other week oh yeah me too so like i said it's so hard to eat when you have covid right well, well thanks for having me on chat i appreciate it yeah definitely fun. and we'll have to have a you know when hannibal comes back we'll have to you know do a three so three yeah so. <laughs> so, yeah you're like oh shit should i say it ah. <laughs> people, i think people like the the three the three person format like like last week was me hannibal and steve and then we also had me, Hannibal, and Brian from Yeah, Spread three Gold is Dog. nice because, right, you can gang up on somebody when you're not for mean, but like when we have three, too, it's fun to, you know, it's just a different dynamic. Mm -hmm. Yeah, totally. So, all right, let's, uh, let me run the, uh, the outro and we can get out of here if I can find it. All right. We will, I will see everybody on Wednesday and otherwise we will be back next Sunday. All right. Bye. We hope you enjoyed this episode. Chad will be back in a few days interviewing a fellow gig worker, content creator, or an industry insider to discuss the world of the gig economy. Until then, keep hustling.